914, I got a late start. I apologize to everybody for my late start. Shout out to New Wave Radio, New Wave TV, May 6th. It's Monday, May 6th. Like I said, 914. I wanted to get onto a few things tonight. I wanted to get into a few things. As on the Instagram Live, we still got people coming in. And some of the things I want to talk about was um, Wendy Williams is going through something. Mary J. Blige is going through something. Probably went through or still going through. Other celebrity women are going through it. Spousal support. You know, a lot of these, a lot of these, um, a lot, and like I said on the podcast, a few, excuse my pauses, because I got people from Instagram coming in also. So I want to keep everybody up to speed on what's happening. We talking about spousal support. The Wu-Tang Clan got honored with a street named after them. The NBA playoffs, we're going to get into that. Remy Ma, I told everybody that it had to be something to that story. And we're going to talk about the Joyner Lucas track. The Joyner Lucas track that got everybody talking, you know. So we're going to get into all of that. Um, first, we're going to talk about this spousal support situation. So everybody knows already. Wendy Williams is going through some situ- uh, something with her husband. They're going through a divorce. Um, it's, I don't know if it's an ugly divorce. I don't know the situations. The, um, but I know that Wendy Williams is going through something right now. So she's going through a divorce with her husband. Now, the husband is talking about he wants spousal support. Like, he deserves some money for being divorced from Wendy Williams. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I'm not for all that. I'm not for all that. I'm not for all that. Because for, for one, he could have been the one that is the reason why they're getting divorced. Never know. And then, you know, it was Wendy Williams. You know what I mean? She's a celebrity. He's just trying to get some clout. He's clout chasing. But let me tell you guys something, man. I don't think a man should ask for And even though it's a lot of guys are going to say, well, why we can't get all fair shit. But, like, I think this dude is trying to get spousal support because Wendy Williams is rich and she's a celebrity. She has money. You know what I mean? I really think that the dude is trying to hurt her pockets. And that's your mom, that's your wife. That's your kid's mother. You should not want to see her struggle financially. Especially if she's the one taking care of them. And you're and you're gone. You know? If you're a father and you're not in your kid's life, what do you want spousal support for? What is wrong with you? What happened? You know? It's a team. It's a team game. You know, it's a team game. Consider yourself laid off. 
You know, but that uh, but that don't mean you gotta have like some spousal support, dog. Like what you going through? You got money. I'm pretty sure you saved enough to the side to be like, yo, you good. You know, that's Wendy Williams. Okay, we understand. We get it. She's a celebrity. She gets money. She might be a millionaire. Who knows? But, dude, don't try to do no crazy shit like that. Spousal support. Just like Mary J. Blige's husband. I don't know what he asked for, whether it was like $20,000 a month. But who in their right mind is going to give you $20,000 a month because they divorced you? Like, they divorced you because they don't want to be with you anymore. You know? So why are you trying to have some type of financial attachment to this person? You know, live on your own two feet. Move, move, move on. Like, this chick shouldn't have to give you no spousal support. And vice versa. If it was a woman. Because if it was a woman doing that to a dude, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure dudes are, dudes will lose their mind. You know, I'm pretty sure if it was a lady asking for spousal support, women, dudes would go crazy. They'd say, yo, what the fuck is she talking about? Why does she need all this money? Like, dudes trip off child support. You know, dudes trip off child support. So, you know what I'm saying? So, if a dude owe a chick child support, they say, oh, my favorite athlete, he shouldn't be paying on all this money. So... When I see a dude asking for spousal support from a celebrity woman, it kind of gets me kind of, I don't know, it, it hits me a little hard, you know? It hits me a little hard. Because it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, just move on. Y'all divorcing for a reason. You don't want no nothing to do with the person no more. So you don't want no type of um, anything. You know, you don't want to be affiliated with the lady. You know, so why would you accept spousal support from her? You know what I mean? It's kind of weird, man. It's kind of weird the way these people think. Like, if you want, if you don't want to be with the person, then flat out don't be with them. But don't go seeking no, no help, no support. Like, spousal support, you're a grown-ass man. What you need money from her for? You know what I mean? You're an adult. You got kids. Your son gonna look at you and say, "Oh man, my dad was a bitch. He he's speaking and going to court, taking my mom to court for spousal support. It's dumb shit. Stuff that shouldn't be happening. You know what I mean? But we gonna move on from that and talk about this Wu Tang Clan situation. Cause the Wu Tang Clan has a street named after them. Shout out to the Wu. They got a street named after them. And I believe that the Wu-Tang Clan deserves more than a street. I deserve. I, I think they deserve more than a street. I think these guys put it down for, 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 for all to see. You know, the Wu-Tang Clan really did what they had to do. They came into the game. Giving us knowledge, giving us that, giving us that food for thought, that making us think. Even though I say some things, I say they're not, they're not like one of them people that you would chase after an album. Like, oh, Wu Tang dropped the album because I don't even know if I'm hungry enough to go out and check their album. You know what I'm saying? I I listened to Method Man. Method Man had an album out. 
meth lab or something like that. It was okay. It wasn't all that. And that's the thing. I don't want all. I don't want okay. I don't want okay music from my all-time greats. I want official shit. You know, I want Flex to drop at least 20 bombs to your music. I don't want I don't want my favorite artists to make any mediocre music cuz now you're not I don't like you no more. I don't think you capable of taking us up there. You know, you bringing us here. We want to come up here. We hear your music, we want to be like, "Damn." Like when you listen to Jay-Z, you know, Jay-Z takes you there. You might that he sometimes and his music grows. It makes you it takes you all the way up there after time. But the Wu Tang clan will put out music that won't take you there. I don't know if people understand what I'm saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? How much how long can you listen to Cash Rules Everything Around Me? Cream. You can listen to that all the time, but you're not gonna wanna really listen to that. Every night, like you know what I'm saying? You want to hear some fire, and I don't want no features. I don't want Wu Tang Clan to do features because Wu Clan Clan did features, but they never did a lot of features. They did features with like Nas, you know, or other Wu affiliates. Like they bought us Capadonna, you know, they bought us Shaheen, Rugged Child. You know, they, 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 they introduced us into, like, certain guys, like Killer Priest, all these dudes, you know, Sons of Man and stuff like that. You know, Raekwon and Raekwon didn't have a million features on um, the Purple Tape. Raekwon had nods on the Purple Tape. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I think the Wu-Tang Clan is one of them guys that it's like Mob Deep, Havoc, and Prodigy. When they went with 50 Cent, when Mob Deep and them guys went with 50 Cent, I couldn't believe it. I said, this might be a match made in heaven. Then I started hearing the music. The music didn't sound like Mob Deep music. So, when I'm listening to the Mob Deep with 50 Cent, I'm like, I'm, I'm hearing certain sounds. Because when you listen to music, you got to listen to sounds. You can't just listen to words. You got to listen to sounds when you listen to music. You got to listen to the sound that they bring. And if they go to another producer, you got to see if the sound changes. Like when you listen to rock and roll music, you listen to rock and roll music, listen to the bass the electric guitar, you listen to the drummer, you listen to the musician, and you listen to the musician, then you tune the musician out, you say, damn, because the drummer, if the drummer is off beat, you're like, that's not the sound I'm looking for. That's not the sound I'm looking for. So when Mob Deep went with 50 Cent, and I didn't hear a lot of Havoc sounds, it was like, ugh, that music sound terrible. Music sound terrible. Like when Mob Deep went with when, when, like Prodigy, I'll give you a better example. Prodigy went with the bull Alchemist. And you could hear that Alchemist had a different sound than Havoc. If Prodigy did all his music with Havoc, Prodigy would be legendary. 
legendary. HNIC was fire, but if Havoc produced all of it, it'll be legendary. You know, I listen to the sound of the beat. You know, Havoc wouldn't have did nothing like that. Havoc would have gave you something else. But fire, he would have added some bass behind that. He would have added some sound. Your ear would have been hearing it. You would have heard it. You know that that, that you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying about Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan was okay back then. That sound was good back in the 90s. That sound's not made for now. It's not made for now. It's not at all. It's not made for now. You know what I'm saying? When you listen to your favorite artist, you got to listen to the sound they, they rapping over. Why it made them so unique. Why it made them so good. Like, what, 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 what did they have that they don't have now? What they don't have now, I'm going to tell you what they don't have now. And I'm not trying to shit on nobody. What they don't have now in music is originality. Even if it was sampled, it was sampled from something original. So you was able to take that original and remix it and turn it into something. Like a lot of people shit on Puffy. Puffy took some old shit and made you like that shit. Because nobody would listen to music from the 70s if it wasn't for Puffy. None of these young motherfuckers was listening to that shit if it wasn't for Puffy sampling it. So, and your favorite artist samples, your favorite producer samples, who don't sample is the producers now that sell their beats for $150. Those are the new producers that can take a beat, an 808, doom, 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 doom. And then add something to it, and then it'll be fire. But no, these dudes from back in the days took something old and turned it into some fire. Can you imagine a a, a, a dude like Timberland producing off of nothing? I'm talking about off of nothing. Just off sounds. He probably could make some shit that'll blow your mind. But he don't want to do that. He don't want to do that. And he got his reasons for not doing that. Like Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats sample. All them dudes sample. How you think they so hot? They ain't taking... They ain't taking... They ain't taking um a lemon and making lemonade. Nah, dog. They not doing that. Don't believe the hype. Wu-Tang Clan sample. RZA sample. Plenty things. He sampled old school music. People think he just sampled like Japanese flicks. Like, ha, ha, ha. No. He sampled music. But he sampled music from like the 1950s. He went deeper in the crates. Because music, music been here for a long time. So RZA went deep in the crates. Like, you ever heard of Digging in the Crates? They sampled sounds and made that sound fire. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference. 
See, if you're going to be into the music game, you got to be into the history of the game. You got to study history. Like I told my son, he wanted to be a historian. I said, you want to be a historian, but you got to study all history. You can't just study Christopher Columbus because schools lied to you. Christopher Columbus probably wasn't even real. You know, they just made up a character and put a story together and said, boom, he, he did it. No, it wasn't him. You know, it wasn't him. They tricked you. They made you think it was him. You know? Production. Wu-Tang Clan, that's what I'm saying. This is about Wu-Tang Clan. This segment is about the sound of the game and their sound matching up to the sound now. I don't think the RZA could make a beat that'll make you like right now that'll make you like move and shit. He never made you move. He always made you nod and think. You know what I'm saying? Like Puffy could make you dance forever. Because Puffy is a is an entertainer. He has a beautiful sound. Listen to where he got the sample from. It'll make you dance even more. You know? But we're going to get into that. We're going we're to switch out of that because we got a little bit more stuff to talk about. Like, the NBA playoffs is getting crazy, man. I watched the um, Sixers and the Raptors yesterday. And what I seen Kwame... Kawhi Leonard, he basically broke their spirit. He took them out of the game. Like, he had a double-double, a high double-double. He didn't have no low double-double. The ball had 39 like 15. He's playing at a he's playing at a pace where he's going to get $200 million over the summer. They're going to sign him. They're going to give him everything. They're going to give him the kitchen sink. I'm telling you. They're going to throw it at him. Bags, the brink truck's gonna be pulling up to his to his mansion. He's gonna get that bonus, you know, because this performance that he's perform that he's doing now, I'm talking about. He is probably the best player in the NBA, besides Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna take LeBron James out of the equation, because LeBron James is no longer in the equation as of two years ago. LeBron James was not the best player in the NBA. It was Kevin Durant and LeBron James. But now we're going to talk about this. It's Kevin Durant and Kwame Brant and, Ka and Kawhi Leonard. Because Kawhi Leonard do it without a problem. This ball pops up in the paint. Boom. Two points. Foul. Offensive rebound. Assist. His game is complete. It, it seems like nobody touches this young boy. Nobody touches him. And you know what I think right now? I really want the... um. If the Sixers don't make the finals, I want to see the Raptors go. And I want to see the Raptors play against the Golden State Warriors. Because you remember a few years ago, two years ago I think it was, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. He was injured when the ball stepped on. He stepped on the ball ankle. When the ball, when he stepped on the ball foot, twist his ankle. He was injured by Golden State. 
So this is starting to look like something else right now. You know? And then how about how about this? If we look at if we take it from this point of view. The Bucks versus the Golden State Warriors. Because every, we all know the Golden State Warriors are going to the finals. There's nothing nobody can do. James Harden can't stop this 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 this, this beatdown. He can't stop. We know for a fact Golden State's going, but it's who they're going to be going up against. Because we already know LeBron James is not here. He's not in it. Who are they going to play? Boston. Philly, Milwaukee, or the Toronto Raptors. Who's the best matchup for the Golden State Warriors? I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but the East Coast is looking good. I think it would be, I, I would love to see the Sixers play against these guys. The Sixers are young, all of them under 30. Under 30 years old. They ripping and running up the basketball court. They playing. Ben Simmons is passing the ball. He just has to get aggressive. Joel Embiid is a beast in the paint. I'm going to tell you something about Joel Embiid that I didn't like in one second. Jimmy Butler is putting up numbers. You know, then you got the big seven foot off the bench coming in for small plays like the, in, the inbounds play with him and Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry was forced to throw the ball away. So, what I wanted to say about Joel and B last last night, yesterday afternoon, it was a situation where Joel and B had the ball. Ball passed Joel and B. He got the whole lane. He got the whole lane. Like you could have drove a fucking sixteen wheeler through that drum. He goes up. I'm thinking he's gonna dunk the ball. I'm like the game over. I'm halfway sleep watching this. I'm like, the game over. I can go back to sleep. Six is going to win. Up 3-1. Joel Embiid does a Mark Jackson teardrop. When he had all the momentum in the world, he does a Mark Jackson teardrop. The John went off the rim. Rebound Toronto. Toronto pushed the ball up. I think they scored. But let me tell you something. They were down one point. If Joel Embiid takes that ball aggressively, and I know the guy that was in the, before the basket distracted him and put his hand out, he could have drew the foul and won. He could have drew the foul, two free throws. But Joel Embiid went up, he got scared, and he just laid the ball up. If he would have just dunked that shit ferociously, we would have been looking at a Sixers 3-1, 3-1 lead. It would have been 3-1 three, three, in the Eastern Conference. The Sixers would have been on the road. They would have been on the road. You know, shout out to the Sixers, man. We got to pull this off. It's 2-2. Two, two. It's 2-2. Two, two. So it's looking all right. You never know what happens in the NBA. Things happen. A lot of strange things happen in the NBA. Um, Remy Martin, Remy Ma, 
her case is looking a little better. Thank you for um, people having common sense. Remy Ma, Remy Ma, I'll keep wanting to call her Remy Ma. Remy Ma. So Remy Ma is basically charged with an assault on a girl from um, Love and Hip Hop. So Remy Ma, you know, they charge charged with beating a girl up. Her lawyer is saying that she was in the house at the time and she has footage to prove. You can't dock the footage. You can't, like, Photoshop the numbers on the clock. You know, the footage is the footage. So if Remy Ma was home at the time of this situation, this beatdown, then shout out to Remy. And that's messed up for the girl that charged, that's, that's blaming her for this. You know what I'm saying? Because you, this is a mom. This is a mother. This is a mother. She's a wife. Um, she shouldn't be going to jail at this point in her life. She's so on in her zone right now that jail, prison would not be in, would not, she'll be a fool to go to jail. So I don't believe that she put hands on this young lady. I think the young lady is overreacting and, and, and stretching the, and, and lying. You know, you see what a lie can do? A lie can get somebody sent back to prison. An innocent person. And I don't think that she's being a mature young lady by lying. If she's lying, she needs to come clean and say, I made a mistake. I was mad. I didn't. I should have never did that. She's innocent. She needs to be a grown woman about it, not the system. We're not gonna let the system decide this. The young lady that blamed her for that should be the should be the one saying, "I messed up. I fucked up. I should never did that. I was wrong." Just like the boy from Empire, the little lying motherfucker from Empire said the boys beat him up. Why would you lie to the to the police like that? And have everybody thinking that the cops ain't shit and all this stuff and locked you up and you lied to the people to the people. You went in front of a judge and lied. You know, like come on, dog. You lying for the wrong reason. You lying for the wrong reason. So that's clown shit. That's sucker shit. Like when you when you too when you're an adult, children lie about stupid shit. You know, children lie about the dumbest shit, and you never you if you if you don't understand how much it's frustrating for a person to lie to you, have a kid lie to you. You aggravated. You like, why the fuck is you lying for? What are you lying for? You trying to tell them how much important, how real it is. You can't lie like this all the time. You know what I mean? When and then these people get on camera and lie. About dumb shit And real stupid shit It's crazy But shout out to Remy Shout out to um, her whole crew Pap and all of them man. man Hopefully y'all Do what y'all gotta do And y'all make moves And y'all Be able to squash this situation Cause it's really stupid It's dumb You know what I mean And the girl that did it man Fuck her man Who cares But yo Over the weekend my cousin I got a cousin out here in Philly Cool dude, I, I fucks with him. He sent me, 
he sent me a um a song. He said, "Yo, cuz you gotta check this out." I said, "I right, bet." I'm at work. I'm listening to it. It's the Joyner Lucas song. When he's talking about everybody, he's talking to God. He's in church with the bottle of Hennessy. Y'all know it. It's viral right now. So the Joyner Lucas track. My cousin sent me the Joyner Lucas track. He said, yo, cuz, you got to check this out. I think you're going to fuck with it. So I said, I bet. I'm listening to the shit. I'm watching the video. And I liked it. I fucks with the Joyner Lucas track. I love it. How he talking about bringing back Biggie, Tupac, and he's talking to God, and he's arguing with God about why these people died and everything, and what happened and the situations. He's in, he's in a deep conversation. And I love it. That type of shit made me like rap music even more. You know, finally a song that had some meaning to it and the substance was on a hundred. And I'm going to tell you something, man. A lot of people might sit here and lie. You know how they be capping and shit on the internet? They lying and shit all the time. I never listened to a Joyner Lucas track ever in my life. Never. But when I first heard this song at work yesterday, no, Saturday, I think it was yesterday or Saturday, but I heard it. I said, God damn, this young boy put in work. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I think rappers need to start. That's how you challenge your pin game. Your pin game is you, 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 challenge, you challenge yourself mentally when you can move out your lane that you always in. Like so, a lot of a lot of rappers rap about. I'm gonna tell you something about rappers, man. A lot of rappers tell a story about somebody else. They tell somebody else's story. They're not giving you their story, but they don't have nothing to talk about. That's why they rap about a bunch of bullshit. You know, so you got a lot of these rappers, you got a lot of these rappers that will sit here and talk about this, that, and the third, and they selling you, they like, they like, they really like salesmen, but they selling bullshit. They selling you nonsense. They selling you pizza, and they only giving you a box of pizza. There's nothing in the box. You open the box, you say, I want my pizza. It ain't no pizza in the box. They fooled you. They tricked you. You know, so, uh, you know what I'm saying? When I listened to this song, I said, oh, man, this shit right here was all right, man. This shit was all right, man. Because after a while, you start growing up from rap. You start understanding that these rappers been been rapping about bullshit for a long time. You know, and I'm not trying to shit on nobody that's rapping, man. That's not what we, that's not what we do here on the podcast. We don't shit on rappers. We understand. You're telling a story. But you got to be original. When you tell your story, tell your story. I don't want to hear about nobody else's story coming from your mouth. You're not Dr. Seuss. I don't know the name of the song. I don't know the name of the song, but the Jordan Lucas song is up. It's something. It's something. It's something about... um. 
It's something. It's brand new. You type his name and it's going to pop right up. It's going to pop. It's controversial already. You got people talking about they don't like it. You know what I'm saying? You got like people saying he shouldn't have made the song. You know, he said dump Trump. He shouldn't have made the song. You know, and people don't like his song. What's not to like about it? I don't know. It's like almost like, you know, like, you know, when you listen to like a Biggie Smalls, listen to Biggie Smalls, a lot of people said Biggie was one of the realest rappers ever, but Biggie Smalls wasn't telling you no real shit. He was giving you a Brooklyn story. And then when he made Life After Death, he started giving you this character story, this Frank White this made-up person, King of New York. You ever watch that movie? Frank White. You know, he started calling himself different names. He wasn't even Biggie no more. You know? I like Biggie, but I'm going to give you the facts. You know? I'm not going to sit here and bullshit. Just because you're from Brooklyn don't mean you got to um, glorify this shit. Biggie ain't give you no real shit. Tupac really ain't give you no real shit either. He gave you some shit. He started rapping the way he rapped because he was mad at the world. Motherfucker shot him a whole bunch of times. He was fed up. He called himself Machiavelli. I like Tupac when he Brenda Brad when Brenda had a baby. I was more of a Tupac fan then. Cause it felt like the words meant something. Like today I was listening to Dear Mama and I said, damn. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening to Dear Mama while I'm smoking some shit. I'm listening to that shit and I said, damn. The words was powerful. You know what I'm saying? The words was powerful. That rap song was powerful. Because Mother's Day is about to come up. You know what I mean? People gonna play that Dear Mama song when Mother's Day come. You know what I'm saying? That shit was popping. You know? That shit was fire. You give Tupac his props for that. But when he started talking about all that, hit him up and all that, uh, fuck your bitch and the click you claim and all this shit, I said, damn, dude, dog, you were just wearing Black Panther, Black Panther chains. And bullets changed his attitude. He had to sell them records. He was selling y'all some bullshit. You know? He was selling y'all some bullshit. But shout out, to the, shout out to the music industry, man. But that Joyner Lucas track, you got to check it out. You got to look at it. Listen to it. You know, you got to listen to it. I fucks with it. It's different. But thank you guys for tuning in on the podcast. I know this is pre-recorded, but I appreciate y'all, man, for listening and showing some love. If you don't already know, we on Apple Music, we on Apple Podcasts, we on everything, man. We lit. We just not, we ain't on title yet. Thank you for everybody for who's gonna be watching on Instagram live um shout out to all of y'all um Cinco de Mayo was yesterday I hope y'all had a good time I got a birthday coming up June 2nd Mother's Day is coming up first we're gonna celebrate Mother's Day then it's gonna be extravaganza June 1st and 2nd y'all holla at me man I love everybody peace